is Alonzo Bowden. I want to welcome you to episode 353 of my podcast, Who's Paying Attention? This week, you are stuck with me once again. Uh, no guests. I am recording from Phoenix. I'm actually in Scottsdale doing a club called CB Live, which is a great club, by the way. First time doing it. And I love this area. I love the Phoenix, Scottsdale they call it the valley here, but whatever you call this whole area, Gilbert, this this blue pocket in red Arizona is fun. I always love the desert. It feels good to be here. The weather's great. Sunny in the 80s. Hasn't hit the hundreds yet. Just pretty good, pretty good weekend as weekends go. Are there still crazies? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw yesterday the, the pickup truck flying down the highway with the... What did it have? It had a American flag on one side and a Trump flag in the other. So, yeah, they're still here, but they're not as prevalent as you might think. Uh, but uh, anyway, so that's where I am. And this is why I'm doing the podcast um, without a guest. Guests will be back soon. We'll be back in studio shortly. So is this the big story this week that the mass shooting in New York. And and the reason I ask, I mean, obviously it's a big story, but the miracle, amazing, this guy, Frank James, sets off a smoke bomb in a, in a subway car, fires off 30 some odd shots, nobody killed. 10 people were shot, ton more people injured in the car, in the aftermaths, trying to get away, et cetera, et cetera. But remarkably, Nobody was killed by the bullets, which is great. The reason I ask, is it a story, is because, you know, it's it's America. It's business as usual, right? This is the second mass shooting in two weeks. We had six people killed in Sacramento last week. Turned out to be a a gunfight between gangs and, and, you know, people got caught up in the crossfire. But it doesn't matter. It's just... Another week in America. Now, Fox News, Fox News claims the New York shooting will not be a story because the shooter was black. And they say that the mainstream media will not cover the story. Well, that, you know, is usual Fox News bullshit. The story was covered extensively. They still talk about it. And the the gun issue comes up once again. And, you know, this is the mass shooting story that Fox News will cover because the shooter was black. You know, this this isn't like a, uh, a white supremacist shooter where that Fox is nothing to see here. There's a black guy in New York, so you better believe Fox News is going to cover it. But it, the point, again, is that just another week in America. That's I think that's what the world probably says. Like, eh, the Americans still at it. You know, uh, Joe Biden is issued an executive order to ban ghost guns, which, of course, the Republicans immediately set out to fight. Ghost guns are guns that you buy as a kit and you put it together yourself. And Biden was like, it's still a gun. He he made a great point. If you buy a couch, you have to assemble or a desk or a filang or a zhundung or whatever it might be called at Ikea. Once you assemble it, it's it's if you buy a desk that has to be assembled, it's a desk. If you buy a couch that you got to put the legs on, it's a couch. If you buy a gun that you have to put three parts together, it's a gun. So what Biden is saying is that these ghost gun kits, they're going to have to re- uh, 
first of all, they don't have serial numbers. They're going to have to put a serial number on it. And they're going to have to be registered and purchased like guns. Seems reasonable. Seems reasonable. Eh, Republicans are fighting it. Mass shootings will continue. More people will die. Nothing to see here. America. It's ridiculous. Continuing with ridiculous and Republicans. And and I don't know what the fight is. You know, uh, uh, my buddy Steve Marmel, M-A-R-M-E-L, who's a, a great comic, great writer, and great on Twitter, posted a tweet about Democrats. It's up to you to save the last few hundred years. I forget the exact number, but the years of democracy because the Republicans are losing their minds. And it is up to the Democrats, but will they step up? I don't know. I've been doing some videos with uh, the Young Turks and Rebel HQ, which another reason this podcast is late, man. I'm talking a lot <laughs> lately. I'm not complaining. It's my gig. It's what I do. But there's there's a lot of stuff to do. But anyway, in these videos, we cover some news stories and they come from a very progressive and TYT, the Young Turks, are very progressive and they're often mad at the Democrats. And, you know, I get mad at the Democrats because they just won't fight hard enough. They they just I don't know what it is. The Republicans have a way of fighting. It's coordinated. Yeah, it's dirty. And no, they don't care about America. They care about party first. But they do. They do shit. The Democrats have to come up with a way at least at least get the information out there and show what's being done. Now, here's an example of what I'm talking about. Uh, Governor Abbott of Texas is holding up trucks coming into Texas from Mexico. The way the way the supply chain works, hundreds of these trucks come with produce and products from Mexico and other points. They come into these big truck depots in Texas. They disconnect the trailer. The Mexican truck drivers go back to Mexico. American truck drivers pick up the trucks and deliver the goods all over the country, wherever they have to go. What Abbott is doing is stopping every truck that comes in from Mexico for a state inspection beyond the federal inspection. Okay, the federal inspection's already been done. He's doing this to slow down the flow of goods, to slow the supply chain, to raise inflation, to make the Democratic administration look bad so that the Republicans can win the midterms in November. You see what I'm saying? So sacrificing the goods, sacrificing creating inflation, et cetera, et cetera, not caring about any of that, just to make sure that Republicans get elected in November by making inflation look like it's Biden's fault. By the way, inflation is Biden's fault. Worldwide inflation is going on. Asia prices are going up. Food, the price of food went up like 80% in a couple of months in India. You know, this Biden is really powerful. New Zealand has price increases. Listen, we are in a global marketplace. The supply chain problem is global. All countries are having problems with prices. Things need to be done. The war between Russia and Ukraine has slowed down grain and shipments and oil, etc. From those, all of this stuff is information that the Democrats need to be pounding out to people. You have to educate the populace. You have to let them know. And I'm not saying, you know, helplessly. 
I'm saying this is what we're working on. This is why you, you explain to them. This is why this is important. This is why foreign relations are important, et cetera, et cetera. And you explain to them that the federal government supersedes the state government. So if the federal government inspects the trucks and the trucks can come in, a state is not supposed to stop it. I mean, this is creating backlogs, lines of trucks trying to get into the U.S. border. Okay, now somebody said, well, they should come in from California, into California. Well, here's the problem. A couple of problems with that. One, you'd have to reroute all of these trucks, hundreds of trucks carrying tons of goods into California. California has enough problem getting the goods that are coming in off ships. There's a backlog of ships trying to get in because these things have to be inspected. They have to go to the ports, be unloaded, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And... California seems to have a problem with Ukrainians coming in. Well, no, it's not a problem. And this is the this is the incredible hypocrisy of this Republican border policy. Right. So part of what Abbott is claiming is that, you know, um, he's checking for for drugs and he's checking for human trafficking and, and this and that. In the last two months. U.S. border officials have processed 10,000 undocumented Ukrainians at the U.S.-Mexico border. 10,000 undocumented Ukrainians have come in. Remember, they say they, they can't handle a border. They can't get these people in from Sacramento, et cetera, et cetera. The Biden administration has made an exemption for asylum seekers from war-torn Ukraine, allowing them to enter the country. Um, if you notice, there are no... No Republicans yelling about the open borders, you, you know, a border crisis. There's no, no pictures of a line saying there's a surge or anything else. Why? Oh, because they're white. I mean, let, let's, let's not pretend it's anything else. Now, listen, uh, the war in Ukraine is horrible. What the U Ukrainian people are suffering and what these refugees and asylum seekers are going through is terrible. I'm not denying that. I'm not, I'm not denying that they should be welcomed into the United States. I'm calling out the hypocrisy of black and brown refugees, whether they be from Haiti or from South American countries where they're being attacked by drug cartels and whatever other wars are going on. Uh, they they got to come in one at a time. There's, there's got to be a slowdown. Um, some numbers. On April 6th, on one day, 750 migrants came in. There's 150 to 200 Ukrainians coming in every day. And again, this is the hypocrisy. This is hypocrisy. Where are they coming in? The majority have been processed through San Isidro Port of Entry in San Diego. So San Diego, yeah, this is one of those ports, one of those border crossings where they're like, you can't come in, they're not letting in any brown people. Oh, Ukrainians? Yeah, right this way. Again, it might sound like I'm attacking Ukrainians, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm attacking the hypocrisy of the of this policy of this. And and I'm attacking the hypocrisy of the Republicans again, because I don't hear any problems with border crossings or the surge. They're saying these people are undocumented, undocumented. And once they get in, they're in. They ain't leaving. They ain't leaving. And, and listen. These people do not come in here speaking English. They don't come in here with jobs. All the things that they're saying that, you know, brown people, uh, Latin American people, 
Haitians, again, Cubans, whoever trying to get in there, like they don't even speak the language. You think these Ukrainians speak perfect English? All of them? You think anyone's checking whether they speak English? Do they have a job? Mm, probably not. Are they coming to join a family member with a job? Probably not. What are they doing? They're escaping oppression. They're escaping a war. Just like these people from brown countries are trying to escape and come to America for a better life. The hypocrisy is unbelievable. And the Republicans are going to win on this. I, I said it before. I say it again. I hope I'm wrong. But the Republicans are going to win the midterms because the Democrats don't talk about any of this stuff. They, they don't hammer it. And, and again, I'm not saying I'm not saying keep the Ukrainians out. I'm saying let more brown people in. If you can somehow manage to get 10,000 Ukrainians in in two months, then how come they, there are lines? You remember, remember those immigration lines and the surge and they'd show you how many are trying to come into America and destroy our way of life? Yeah, okay. The battle continues. Um, I can't even talk about it. Herschel Walker is leading in the Senate race in Georgia. Doesn't live in Georgia. Doesn't know anything. Can't answer questions. The Republicans have come up with a new way to avoid answering questions. They don't go to the debate. Herschel Walker didn't go to the Senate debate. The Republican Party just said that they're not going to participate in the presidential debates in the next election because the debates are biased against them. What do they mean by that? Well, they're being asked questions. So <laughs> they're asking us questions. We won't stand for that. Oh, yeah. Democracy. Doing, doing great. Doing great. Doing great. We have a debate for Herschel Walker. He not only is he a Trumper, he's like Trump in the sense that when they ask him a question, he just rambles on about something else. It's hard to even explain the word salad that comes out of his mouth. So they're saying that's why they don't want him to go to a debate or talk about anything. He's uh, lied about companies. He owned. Does it sound like anybody lied about companies he's owned, lied about the profits of companies he's uh, supposedly owned? Um, he's saying things like uh, he runs the largest minority-owned food company in the United States. Wrong. Um, something about an upholstery business, which he doesn't have. Um, he talks. <laughs> he said he claims he has this upholstery company that's the largest in the U.S. <laughs> it says the uh, the upholstery company doesn't appear to exist. <laughs> He's also talking about um, graduating with honors from uh, college and that he was valedictorian of his high school. Not true. Didn't graduate from college and wasn't valedictorian. Just lies. Just lies. And you know what? It works. It works. He's the leading candidate <laughs> in the Republican side um, in Georgia. So there we go. Listen, they, they elected Marjorie Taylor Greene. You think they're not going to elect Herschel Walker? He could football with the best of them. Uh, speaking of Trump and Trumpies, they, they, and this is where it's just petty. I, I don't even, I'm going to talk.
talk about this, but I, I don't want to. <laughs> but it just shows how petty it is. So as we all know, and we know this, forget about the president and the White House and the administration. We know this. When presidents receive gifts, and we know this because we've seen it on the news, they can't accept the gifts. There's somewhere at the White House, somewhere in, the, in D.C. where they store the gifts. They, they literally have shown pictures of all these amazing things they've got, whether it be jewelry for first ladies or, you know, uh, rare bottles of, of wine and whiskey and all kind of gifts that they get. And if you're president, you're in the administration, you can't accept the gift. You accept the gift, then you give it to them and they put it in this warehouse. Ooh, not the Trumpies. The Trumpies, the Trump administration has failed to provide records of gifts that Trump, Vice President Pence, or other officials received from foreign governments in 2020. So the last year of their administration, they just took the gifts. They just took the gifts, and I don't know where to do So they're supposed to go to the National Archives, right? And... Um, They, they haven't kept records of these gifts, so they don't know. And, and then um, Richard Painter, who was the ethics chief for the Bush administration, says it's either really stupid or really corrupt. It's both. It's both. It's really corrupt and it's stupid because you knew you were going to get caught. Federal law requires each federal agency to submit a list of gifts worth more than $415 to the State Department. Um, yeah. So, you know, again, just, it's petty. I mean, the gifts, $415, for that, you're, you're, you're ignoring the law? Ah. Is anyone surprised? No, I'm not. That's why I say I don't want to talk about these things because it's not even surprising. It's not even surprising. It's stupid or corrupt. No, it is both. Finally, I want to talk about this because this is real. Okay, I talk a lot about Republicans and and the conservatives and and blah, blah, blah. But this is the kind of thing that's real. Jason Tharp wrote a book, and the book it's a children's book. It's called It's Okay to Be a Unicorn. Um, this, this is what they say about the book. The funny, upbeat book with colorful unicorns and a rainbow lets kids know it's okay to be themselves. The book has been banned. The author can no longer read this book at school events. Okay, a book about children's book. It's okay to be a unicorn trying to show kids that it's okay to be themselves. Ohio has banned the books. Parents in the Buckeye Valley District near Columbus, Ohio, says they mobilized to ban this children's book. He got an email saying he could no longer. Oh, there's another book, another book. Um, Called. It's okay to smell good about a skunk. Obviously, if a skunk smells good, he's different than the other skunks, right? So so basically, this guy writes books telling kids, it's okay to be you. It's okay to be different. It's okay to be a unicorn if you're a skunk. It's okay to smell good. And these books are being banned. 
let me say this again. These books are being banned by parents in these school districts. This is uh, okay right now. And, and um, I'm I'm not going to say I'm going through it. I'm aware of it. A friend of mine, her son is being bullied at school and she's asked me to talk to him a couple of times. And I have about and one of the things I told him was, you know, bullies pick on you because you may be different. OK, and, and they might try to say you're not cool because you're not in their little clique or their little group. And this kid's nine years old. These are, these are elementary school kids. And I said, but it's okay to be different. It's okay to be you. It's okay to be cool. And this kid isn't radically different, okay? He's just, he's, he is who he is. There's always kids that are different. I was one, okay? I was, I was different than the, and nobody told me this, you know? I wish when I was 10 years old, someone told me it's okay to be different. And, and I'm not gay. I'm not transgender. Not as far as I know. My pronoun is still he and him. As far as I know, still still me. But I like to read more than most kids I knew. Um, I was up on the news. I, I loved things like motorcycles and, and, you know, cars and a bunch of stuff that other kids weren't into. And all of this. I Listen, I had a friend. You talk about the nerd. My friend Gene was... He had piano lessons every Sunday. Couldn't play football, couldn't come out. Every Sunday, he had piano lessons. And, and he used to draw comics. He's really a good artist, drew, draw comics. When he was about 14, went to his basement. Because we always thought he was just playing piano in his living room. You know, they had a, a grand piano, whatever. He had all kind of synthesizers and cool stuff. He was making this really cool, like this was in the um, 70s. He was doing this really cool kind of electronic jazz and rock stuff. It was badass. Nobody knew it. Nobody knew it. You know what? He was different and it was okay to be different. He went on to become an illustrator, drew comics, went from that to playing music professionally, then teaching music professionally. And, and now he lives in China and he's a teacher and he's had a great life. And, and you know, it, it's okay to be different. It's such a huge lesson for kids, such a huge lesson for kids on accepting other kids, on being themselves. How is this bad? Were these parents, none of these parents were ever bullied. All of these parents had to be the bullies. They had to conform. They had to conform, so they're teaching their kid to conform. Let's look at some of the people who didn't conform. I'll give you one who didn't conform. Prince. Yeah, that seems to have worked out. Brilliant artists are people who did not conform, who were true to themselves. And fortunately, many of them had someone to support that. Now you have books telling kids it's okay to be a unicorn. It's okay to be different. These aren't books trying to, to teach kids to be gay. All right? They're not. They're saying it's okay to be different. What a valuable lesson for kids. So why wouldn't parents bully the school board to stop the author from reading it and teaching this to kids? Horrible. Horrible. Let kids be themselves. What, what's so bad about that? I don't get it. I'm sorry. I don't mean to end this. You know what? I'm not going to end this on a negative, but I'm just saying that this one bothers. Positivity. Mm, it's springtime. In most of the country, some places still a bit cold. <laughs> I was in Chicago last week. There was like snow flurries. It's springtime. 
go outside, breathe. It's Easter. Easter weekend is is a time um, many Christians rejoice in resurrection, and and some some say it's just a celebration of spring and renewal and whatever. So whether it's religious or non-religious, however you celebrate, this is Easter weekend. I wish you the best. I wish you the best. We again, too much bad news. And I could. I could <laughs> I could look through here for good news. You want good news for me? Are you kidding me? I'm a Clippers fan. They lose the first play-in game, and now Paul George, their best player, won't make the next game because of COVID protocols. Who the hell's still getting COVID, Paul George? What's wrong with you? Lazy is what it is. <laughs> so keep laughing, people. Who's paying attention? 353, you are, and I ask you to keep laughing. Check out the, the videos at Rebel HQ and TYT. You can get them through my Facebook page. You can join TYT, the Young Turks, and see them there. Um, you know, my, my other videos are still dropping from Helium Comedy Club. They've been dropping on YouTube and Instagram and TikTok. I'm a TikToker. Now, I had a viral, viral video, 2 million hits on TikTok, which is great. And keep laughing. Take a break from the news and and. To your Republicans, put the country before your party. Is it really that important to stop another Supreme Court justice? Come on. This is America. We can do better. That's my hope. Thank you. Thank you.